Leave it to Beyonce to be bigger than the Super Bowl itself. She announced during the big game Sunday she's dropping a country album, y'all. She is from Texas, after all. We'll have a conversation about it coming up during this episode of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. How long did it take the National Football League to correct Alicia Keys' vocal from her performance of the big game on their official NFL YouTube page? She started off a little cracky. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you talk about with family and friends, conversations about current events, pop culture, headlines in the news, trends, country music, music in general, concerts, and often revealing and endearing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Episode 421 of Cadillac Jack, my second act. Hello to Donna. Hello, my name is Donna. I'm Caddy's wife. Um, Okay, my... uh or our, really my, let's just face it, um, my Roscoe saga continues. Um, It's like having a baby. Actually, my neighbor Robin put it the best way because she turned me on to this amazing product that's actually coming um, tomorrow, the Canine Comfy. And it's kind of like a pajama scuba set that you put the dog in. Because I have now gone through two cones, one they gave me, one small cone, right? Uh, the hammy jammy, which they gave me, right. which he gets off. And then I tried a combination of some um, Waffle House boxer shorts that we had at the store and um, How'd they go? A, a, a knee sock. Not well. He's getting, he, he's, he's on to it. And if you come near him, he shows you those bottom teeth and it's not pretty. So Robin turned me on to this great company. If you have an animal and you need help and they're, they've had, they don't have to have had this kind of surgery, but if they've had anything where they have stitches, this um, canine comfy is awesome because it's basically just a little scuba suit you put them in, you know? So they can't get to them. Exactly. Okay. And it's just, there's not like straps and things that have to buckle and tie. And then they, you know, they, they get that part off. So it's just, it's literally like a little suit that encases them in. So um, this is, I, I paid for my canine comfy, but I think it's it's a woman that owns, it's a friend of Robin's that owns the company, but it's a national company. Um, but I'm all about the canine comfy. So go right. to canine comfy on Facebook. No, Anywho, what, 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 hang on, what did those run? What's the canine comfy? I think run? it was like 70. Good. I mean, I, I'm God about almighty. four. I, I can't tell you how much money I'm in. All I do is DoorDash, oh, Uber, take care of this dog. And so anyways, so today... Um, Charlotte is in Macon for um, the state wrestling um, event. I went last year, and it was fabulous. Um, but her team, I think they have four um, guys that qualified. So she's the manager, and she takes pictures, so she's there. And um, there's two other girls that are there also that are also managers. But, it, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day, a friend of mine who has someone on the team. And this has just been a really magical year for Charlotte in a lot of ways, Um and really junior year was too, but these kids are so close. And I say all the time, a lot of people say to me like, because she started out shooting photography for just baseball. And Coach O, who's the coach of the baseball team at her school, really gave her this opportunity and sort of sparked this creative bubble in her, which existed because you're incredibly creative. I'm not. Um, when she was like six years old, she I had a camera, like a Canon camera. And when we would go to the mountain house or anywhere, she picked it up and just started taking pictures. She didn't know what she was doing. I mean, and they were not pretty. Like, she would catch you in, like, the worst possible. Yeah, kind of like, well, they still do that with their their iPhones these days. Yes. So 
you know, she's always kind of had a little love of photography, but she is, and I know everybody thinks this about their kid, and but she's an amazing photographer. She really is. And um, she now does all the photography for the school, for any sports event. She, when Kirby Smart touched down to talk to couple of football players. She was the official photographer, the photographer for the Vols coach. She just did signing day. Um, and there's a guy who is a professional photographer who also does pictures. And he, I never get pictures of Charlotte taking pictures, you know what I mean? Or pictures of Charlotte, because she's always taking pictures of someone else. And he took some great pictures and I shared them with you. And he just, you know, he captioned, he, he put it on his social media and he said, she's, you know, a senior and she's already better than me. And he always tells me all the time, like, her eye is just incredible how she sees things through the lens. So enough humble bragging. The point of all this was the house is very quiet. She left today and this morning. And so I had no help with Roscoe because, I mean, you're working down on the south side. I mean, it's just, it's not that easy of a commute back and forth. And he has to be walked. He can't go out, you know, on a little, his little invisible collar anymore. So I'm like, what am I going to do? Because I'm like I'm doing the morning show and then I'm opening the store and I'm there until six and like, if I have other kids working, I can come home during the day and like, let him out and walk him. But it was just me today. So I'm like, I have to take this dog to work with me. So I packed up his little bag, like he was going to like, like you were joking, like when you used to, and, and I remember this too, like I went to work with my dad one time and it was like the coolest thing ever. And you said the, one of the best days of your life was when you went to work with your dad. Why was well, it? Well, one of my biggest childhood memories is when my dad, who was a traveling salesman, he sold at the time probably Zenith Electronics, TVs, camcorders, things like that, you know, stereo systems. Uh, so he had a territory, and it was for the most part Eastern North Carolina. And we lived in Western North Carolina. So there was an overnight stay in a hotel that was also part of, of, of going to work with daddy. And, and, and so we would travel to Raleigh or Cary or, you know, those small towns up there in the triad area. And he would go into these independent electronic stores and visit with, the, you know, normally as a mom and pop operation, the husband and wife or, you know, the two sons that, that, that ran it for the family or whatever. Um, and so I got to stay in a hotel, which was always a big deal when you're a small kid. And, got to eat uh, out. Got to eat out. Yeah. And just got to travel with dad, you know, because he was he, he, he was on the road, you know, three, four days a week, three days a week. And then at Brandy's house. You got some and you got some unedited uh, dad time. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. Just one on one. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, OK. If you're new to the podcast, go back and find the episode. Zoom in on the woolly booger. And it's all about your dad and his traveling yes. sales um, and a vagina. salesman job. And it was, it's such a great episode. But so I felt like I was doing the same thing for Roscoe today because I pack his little bag. I've got his medicines. I've got peanut butter to give his medicine with. I have uh, two different leashes and collars because Charlotte told me he had to be on a certain kind of leash so he didn't run off. Uh, let's see. I've got his hammy jammy. I've got his cone. I have a blanket. I do have dog beds at work that I borrowed and put together. Hope nobody cares that there's dog hair all over them. Um, I put it together in the back, in our back stock room, and some treats, and then I get there, and I'm hungry, so I'm going to get me some Chick-fil-A, so i got to get him some Chick-fil-A, right? Okay. So I'm thinking, this is just going to be not a big deal, because he sleeps during the day, when I, like I'm home tomorrow with him, and he sleeps a lot, you right. know? It's not like he's going to curl up on this bed and go to sleep. Okay, I think I talked to you like three times today. What did you hear in the background every time? Him barking. I mean, like... Like he's hunting people down, and I had like fashioned these was, boxes. Was the door, he had a was, huge. Was the door closed between well, the stock room and the, and the yes. store? Yes, yes. And I'd put up these boxes so he couldn't just come barging in and out. God forbid, I needed to go back there and find a polo for someone. I ordered everything today. I'm like, I don't have that in the back. Meanwhile, normally I like crawl over boxes to try to find something, but I'm like, I'm gonna have to order that for you. So 
there were two types of people I determined. There's people who love dogs and they'd hear him barking. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. My dog had surgery. I had to bring him with me today. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. What kind of surgery? And it would last this whole thing, you know? There were other people who came in the front door and heard him and Caddy. They turned around and like ran down the boulevard. So it gets worse. So I go out because I have to walk him periodically. Just leave my store door open, you know, and people just come in, try on what you want, take what you want, whatever. Um, And so I go out to walk him and, you know, they're prissy at Avalon. So where I work. And they have a dog park. But the dog park is way down on the other end. So I'm just going to take him wherever I want to take him, which is basically the little flower greenery section that is not a dog park. Yeah. And he decides that every time he's going to go out, he's just going to take a poop. And I have no bags to pick it up with. And the other thing he does, and I know this is like you're going to die laughing when I tell you this, because when we used to walk him and Sally at the park when he was a little puppy, before he like got on the electric fence and he would walk around the park and people would walk up. What would he do to them? Uh, smell their butts. Their, their front areas. Their front area. My bad. Bo- boys, girls, men, women. And it's like, penises. not only does it, he, he like lunges toward that area. He loves penises. Okay. No, he doesn't. Okay. He, no, he likes everything. But the point, oh God, he I likes vaginas too. I don't Please stop saying those words. Okay, but people would just be Penis. walking, trying to get down to Pottery Barn, and I can't pull him because he's on a bad, he has a bad Right, yeah, you leg. can't do that. You can't be rough with him. So they'd just be trying to go into the Pottery Barn, and out of nowhere, he would just come and lunge at their personal at their area. penises. And vaginas. I don't know. Well, what what kind of reaction do people have? Uh, shocked. Just yeah. well, you would absolutely be too, you would be too, you know? God smacked. Like looking at me and some, and some, again, there's two types of people in the world. They're like, Oh, hello you. You're very right. friendly. Mm. Or they'd be like, my God, get your dog under yeah. control. He's looking like, for lady, a snack. Look ma'am. at me. He's looking for a snack. Look at me, lady. I'm just trying to keep it together. God bless him. I mean, he is so tired. He is like, I got him home, got him in the car and he held hands with me the whole way home. He was so thankful. But I will never do that again. Really? Like, never. never. Okay. No, and I thought, like, you know, maybe this will go well, and every now and then I could bring him, but he wants to be with me the whole time. Yeah. Well, of course he does. Who doesn't? Everybody wants to be with you. So, anyways, I just put him back in the car and brought him home tonight, but he's sound asleep in his little bed with his little blankie over him, and he can't wait to get his little comfy, comfy, canine comfy tomorrow, and uh, that's all good. Beyonce, they never take the country out me. She says in formation. She sings in the song formation. Beyonce is laying out the country in a brand new country album going to drop in late March. Two brand new songs have been dropped as well. Beyonce is going country. During a Verizon commercial, during the Super Bowl, she made the announcement. 
That song is called Texas Hold'em. It's the first two new songs that Beyonce is offering up to her fans. In order to drop an album with such little notice, you have to have the stature and likability and sales and uh, you know, for an artist like Beyonce. In the country world, think, uh, who could drop an album, Donna? Uh, you know, either today, which does happen. Uh, out of nowhere, an artist says, listen, I've got an album, I'm going to drop at midnight. Uh, Morgan but, but, Wallen. Uh, Morgan Wallen could do it, absolutely. Anybody else in the country world? Well, I mean, Taylor announced uh, her album from the Grammys. Right, true that, true that, true that. Um, so Beyonce at the Super Bowl, you heard the Verizon commercial there. Uh, she, she announced that she's going to drop an album late March. And she offered two new singles, 16... Um, 16 what? What is the name of the song? Oh my gosh, 16, uh, not candles, but, uh, something, 16, uh, it's going to hit me. Um, hang on. I'll, Starts with a C. What is it? People are uh, young. We'll come back. We'll okay, come back. it's, uh, 16. she looks good on yeah, this. she does. 16. 16 carriages. There you go. It was that song or Texas Hold'em. Texas Hold'em. Which and I so, gotta tell you is really growing on me. Uh, me as well. I listened to it on YouTube a couple times today. I love it. After we played it, uh. Well, actually, we didn't play it on the radio show. We gave listeners the option to call and tell us if they wanted to hear it or not. Ultimately, by just a few votes, uh, we, we decided to rest it. I'm sure that if, it, if, it, if there's a swell here on you know, country radio, then we'll jump on board. Um, I, I, just, I think that we have to act with caution. With this particular song and this particular artist, here's why. Uh, Beyonce, although she was my number one artist on Spotify for 2023 and 2022, uh, I spent six and a half days listening to Beyonce last year on Spotify. Hmm. We cannot ice. I think it can be isolating. I think a song like that and an artist like Beyonce can be somewhat isolating to the country audience. And, and so uh, what can happen is you can run people off with it. Um, I, I suspect, I don't, listen, I don't make the music decisions at the station, but I suspect that if there's a swell, we'll jump on board and, um, and, and play Beyonce's Texas Hold'em. But right now, I think most country radio is kind of, they're, they're holding and they're not quite ready to fold, but they're holding on, on Texas Hold'em. I- I think it's, uh, I, I don't know, it's funny, the, just the difference in this morning when we talked about it, and we're recording the podcast tonight, we are a little late, sorry. Um, Bobby Bones is playing it, uh, so that's going to make everybody move. Well, we'll see. Bobby Bones is a nationally syndicated morning show personality for uh, iHeartRadio on uh, probably 100, maybe more stations uh, every morning. Um, very talented guy, super talented guy. Um, we decided- I don't know that the radio will spin it like, all the time, but I do think it's going to get it's going to get some I'm su- play. I'm surprised that Beyonce chose to include the word "bitch" in in what I think is the hook of the song. Almost, yeah, I agree. Um, I, I just don't know that that was a good idea. Uh, I think the country people. Uh, I have to watch my mouth every now and then on country radio, and or you'll pull me back in and and, and tell me, listen, you need to dial back a little bit. You're you're, you're cussing too much or whatever. Uh, country folks, for the most part, don't like words like bitch. Um, and I'm just no. surprised in her first outing to country radio that she chose to, to include that word. Uh, another word she chose to include, and Donna, you questioned this, and I love it, uh, was uh, Lexus, the, the car manufacturer Lexus. Here is a line from Texas Hold'em with Lexus in it. Donna, you say maybe uh, she should have gone with Ford. It's funny because this Lexus appears a lot in Beyonce, Jay-Z type situations. If you know uh, New York, you know, concrete jungles where dreams are made of. You know, it's BK is from um, 
Texas with her, something, I forget what the line is. Texas was from Lexus anyway. Driving her Lexus from Texas, you know? Because BK is from Texas. Who's BK? Beyonce. Oh. Knowles. I got you. I'll get, the, I'll get the line for you. But at any rate, this Lexus keeps appearing in some of her songs. I, yeah, I mean, I think, that, but here again, I don't think she, she's Beyonce. She is not going to pander to the country audience. So she is going to leave the word. I don't think it's pandering. She is going to leave the B word in there. And you know what? She's not going to put a Chevy or a Ford. But see, it would have been so cool if she had, because then it would be like street cred almost. Well, you absolutely. Know what I, mean? I was yeah. going to say the same thing. She would have gotten credibility for it. Um, it would almost flip to like the coolness. Absolutely. Absolutely. I th- of I those types of cars with that audience. I don't yes. know. No, you're exactly right. I think the same thing. Um, you had a couple of lines you're going to offer up to Beyonce. Should she do a radio tour? And come join us on the morning show. Um, yeah, the, 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 you, I mean, you just are, I, I tell you this morning, you did the same thing. You put me on the spot more than like, it's crazy, but I'm ready. You ready? Well, listen, uh, every now and then I need you. I, listen, we hadn't talked about this, but the eight o'clock stall where I said, what did I say? You need to tell me about something, your favorite something on it. That, that was a stall tactic because I, the computer was crashing. I told and you I that. did. You did fantastic, but you, you were buying time for me, and I appreciate that because I had to reset, okay. re, reboot, and re, re. All right, here's what I think she should have done. Uh-huh. Okay, ready? Yeah. Your, okay, your, your rear end feels heavy in my Chevy. I got to work on that one a little bit. Okay. Your rear, your rear end feels mighty heavy in my Chevy. I got to get, yeah. I okay. need one more word. I like the mighty, right. mighty heavy. All right, okay. let's sing it with mighty. Okay. Your rear end feels mighty heavy in my Chevy. like that much better. That's good. That's got some move to it. Okay. Next one is praise the Lord in my Ford. Praise the Lord in my Ford. Praise the Lord All right, in you. my thank Ford. You, thank you. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Beyonce could pull that off. No, she could pull that off with that kind of gospel situation no, going on. You can't, you can't do gospel with Ford. What? I, no, I don't think you can. I think that, that, that would appear to be um, being a. I bet a hearse is a Ford. Huh? Isn't Her, a hearse like a Ford, that double door thing? A Cadillac, Donna. Uh, that, that's if you go to the expensive places. No, the Ford doesn't make a hearse, Donna. They do. It's like no, a hoopty no. type situation. No, no, no. Oh yes, it is. Okay. All right, let's move on. What else you got? What's, what's another line that you would suggest to Beyonce? That's should all she I walk got right the now. door tomorrow morning? I'm, I'm, well, I'm going to work on two more. Continue. My God. Well, at least two for tomorrow. At least two. <sighs> that's a recurring bit. Also, I meant to tell you a show note. How about a new thugs tomorrow for radio? Can we do that? Can we pull that off? I've been searching. I've been searching. I don't like the one that um, Steve has offered up. So I'm, I'm searching. Steve's I had a good one. I had a good one, but it ended with them killing the guy. And I, do I don't like yeah, those. I don't like yeah, that. I don't like those. So, but it was good in the beginning. All right. Back to, uh, back like to, he to, blew, uh-huh. he, he blew down the highway and took off someone's door. Okay. I've got, I have a story. Oh my God. I just thought of a okay, story. Well, we're not, oh my God. Right, let's, let's make some notes and, and try to, try to, uh, try to form an actual episode here. Let's wrap on Beyonce. We took some calls. Okay. On radio and um, heard from uh, Lauren. Okay. Listener of the yep. Bear 925. You can uh, join us weekdays, 530 till 10 a.m. Eastern. The Bear 925 Atlanta. Search for the Bear 925 wherever you download your apps. Here is uh, Lauren on Bay. I'm not really a Beyonce fan, but I love this song and I would like to definitely hear it on the radio and hear more of her album. I'm but- excited to. I'm excited for when it drops. Late March is when it's going to drop. Um, when, when were you first exposed to this song? I heard it. Um, I guess I heard everything going on during the Super Bowl, and I heard Beyonce country. That doesn't really sound like something I would ever you really ever, think of. You've ever heard before, you know? 
Right. Yeah, I heard you said you knew it was coming, but I hadn't, and I uh, looked into it. Like I said, I'm not really a huge Beyonce fan. I've liked a few of her songs in, her, in the past, but I loved it right after that. I think it sounds so good, yeah. and um, yeah, I'm, I would love to hear it on the radio. Hey, ultimately, we uh, did not play it this morning on our radio, but uh, as I said, uh, we may get around to it if, 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 if enough people jump on board. Uh, the country album's going to drop in late March from Beyonce, Bay. Okay, I have a question. My artist of the year for Spotify, yes. Are they two different albums? Uh, well, this is the, 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 the brother-sister-cousin album to Renaissance, so it's like Renaissance 2. No, but I mean, is the country album separate than the other? Like, are they both on the same album, or there's two totally separate albums? One's country and one's No, no, it's whatever. just a country album. Oh, the whole thing is. Yeah. I was telling you like this thug story. The one, I'm not going to go with it, but it was hilarious because this guy was blowing down the highway and took off a door of a police car and they ended up shooting him. So that's not good. But I swear, as I'm telling you this, I am just remembering something that happened to me. When I worked for Michael Barber and Associates, so well, explain who that is. I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to explain it. I got. I, I graduated from Georgia with a journalism degree in advertising, minor psychology, and the first place that you go, or used to be, that you would go in advertising is the front desk. You were literally the receptionist, and that's what you did. You answered the phones. I think I made ah, eleven thousand one hundred dollars. And then when I was done, I would walk across the street. This was on Peachtree, and I'd work at Dial America Telemarketing. For two hours at night to make money. Selling, like, these were the first credit cards that came out that were like affinity cards that were like tied to like a university or something. You know what I mean? Teachers union or whatever. Crazy. Right, right, I'm, right. I'm just recalling all of this. I was like the number one salesperson too. I made so much money. I mean, because I would just talk to these people and talk them into everything. Anyway, so when I worked at Michael Parver, he he was one man and he we did... Really cool stuff in Atlanta. It was the it was such a fun first job because we had like all the nightclubs like Limelight, Petrus, all the cool clubs that were coming up in. We had all of Theater of the Stars, which was on Broadway. It's weird how my life's gone. Really, well, when you think about this, I hadn't thought about Theater of the Stars in a long time. I know it's kind of weird how my life's gone. Like, and then later working on the Broadway book, like God takes this whole plan for you, people. But anywho, and so and we did all the movie theaters like the screenings for new movies that came out so we had all the the studios like paramount and all the tristar at the time you remember them okay so one so there were two people dave tribble who uh-huh. later became one of our clients yep. and karen hatchett were like old hardened pr people that worked there and karen was so cool she was like at the time she was i mean she would wear these like slinky dresses and like high heel shoes or thigh high boots and like leopard skin dresses. I thought she was the coolest person in the world. She had bright red hair and Dave was like a curmudgeon. So Dave was like Bernadette Peters is coming in town to do some show at the Fox theater and we need someone to go and pick her up at the Fox theater and take her back to her hotel. Wasn't she designing women? I don't think so. No. She was that, she's that little person with kind of the curly hair that kind of talked like a baby. Bernadette Peters, you remember her? She was always on Regis and, yeah, okay. Well, anyway, not important to the story. Well, it is. I think people know who she is. Well, so nobody wanted to do this. So Dave was like, get the gal up front to go do it. I mean, they didn't even know my name, you know. 
And meanwhile, I was so busy. Like, all I did was, like, order nose clippers for Michael Parver. Uh, I have a whole story for another day about when he made me order a, or get him an emu or something. But it really wasn't an emu. Anyway. So, because he would come back and forth from Atlanta. It's a story. From Atlanta to um, St. Simons. So, Karen was like, she's she hasn't been doing this long enough. She doesn't need to go down there. And Dave was like, she's fine, Karen. She can do it. So... This was the big deal because Michael was in St. Simon's. They were like, who's, because he would call me nonstop. And there were no cell phones at the time, people. He would fax me every day, fax me from St. Simon's, what I was supposed to do for him that day in his scratched out handwriting. So they were like, who's going to answer the phones while she's gone? And they're like, well, we'll just have to put them on auto or whatever. And they were like, just hope that Michael doesn't call because he'll get mad. Okay. So this story is going to be worth it. I so I, I get into my, I'm trying to think what I drove at the time. must have been my Nissan 240XZ or whatever, my red one. And I go down to the Fox Theater. And I lived in Midtown, so I, I knew where everything was. It wasn't like a big deal. And there was no cell phones. I'm just thinking about this. And they were like, just pull up to the front. And Chris Manos, who was like the director of the Theater of Stars, will bring Bernadette out. She'll get in the car. And I remember I was like, does she get in the front seat or the back seat? And Dave was like, she gets in the front seat. You're not a limo driver. And I'm like, whatever. Okay. And so then I was going to take her back to like wherever she was staying, somewhere by Lennox. You're not ready for this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Chris brings her out. And I get, get out because I, I don't really know what Ooh. I'm supposed to do, but I'm just thinking I'm supposed to get out and say hello to her. Hello, Miss Peters. You know, I, I'm with the Michael Parker Associates. Dave Tribble told me to come down here. My name's Donna. I answer the phones. I really don't know what I'm doing. I've only been here two months. So I get out and I come around to her side and Chris is kind of helping her get into the car, whatever. Caddy, this truck comes by and takes my door off because I left my door open. What? I, what? I swear to God... I was just sitting here thinking when we were talking, when I was talking about this thug thing, like, why is this like weirdly familiar? And I'm like, oh my God, I totally forgot. Like totally tore it off the hinges? Tore it off the hinges. I left it open and I'm parked like right, I didn't think I have a hazards on him. So, you know, I was like, whatever, uh, right outside the Fox. And did this truck blows by and takes my door did off. Did he stop? No, <laughs> literally kept going. And I'm like, I just stared at Chris and Bernadette Peters goes, honey, we're not going to be. <laughs> she goes, honey, we're not going to be able to drive your car because how are you going to stay in the front seat? And I'm like, oh, my God. And I started crying. Oh. I started crying. And so Chris was like, he was this really, you talk about like grumpy old man. He was like, come into my office. What? I don't know what we're going to do now. I don't know how we're going to get Bernadette back to the hotel. She's like, Chris. The little girl doesn't have a door on her car anymore. Okay, this is crazy. People who are listening to this, this okay, this is a, Chris is crazy, but this really happened. And so they go back in, and I'm like, God, whatever you do, don't call Dave. Do not call Dave Tribble, okay? So they call Karen. And Karen's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, well, my God. So why, she comes. Why, why can't you just put her in a cab? Well, I. I don't know, but I mean, so we're in Chris's office. I have no door. Literally just left my car right in front of the Fox. On Peachtree. On Peachtree. And so Karen drives down, takes Bernadette, and she's like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I, I, I don't know. And I'm like, I can't call my dad because this, oh my God, like, 
yeah anyway um and i can't call my mom because she's like she's just gonna be like what i'm doing right now like oh my god oh my god don't call your dad you know what i mean like i don't know what to do but just don't call your dad we'll figure it out so then my friend colette who became my really really good friend later she was like karen's assistant so she came over and she had a volkswagen beetle and she was like I'm going to follow you and you just drive your car. I'm like, with no door? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And I'm like, what if I fall out? She's like, okay, well, you have to put your seatbelt on. Like, the two of us were like, yeah. So she's like, you have to put your seatbelt on and just drive really slow. And I go, where am I going? So she goes, just go back to the office and we're going to figure it out. So I drive from the Fox to our office was where, like, R. Thomas and, like, that Mellow oh, yeah. Mushroom oh, yeah. and everything oh, yeah. is. That's yeah. Like 20 minutes, I drive 15. there with, with no door. And people are coming up beside me, and they're honking. Right, right, because they think and you don't pointing. know. They think you don't know. <laughs> that I don't have a door. How do I not know that? And I had scooted myself to the middle, like I was going to fall out or something. And I'm crying while I'm driving. I can't well, see. You, you could have fallen out, though. In all, you know, all honesty, you know, all reality. So we take my car back to the office, and I, uh, I had to call my mom, uh, you know, from the office, because, again, there's no cell phones. And I go, Mom, I... Something really bad happened. And she was like, what happened? And I told her, and I go, what, what do I do? She goes, I don't, just don't call your daddy. Do not call your daddy. I, let me figure out what to do. And so we took it to the Nissan. They, they towed it to like this, the Nissan place, like in Marietta or Cobb County. And the, the people were like, when, they, when we brought it into the dealership, they were like, what happened? We've never seen this. Like, were you in an accident? I go, no. They go, okay, what happened? I said, I opened my door. I got out. I went around to the side to get Bernadette Peters. They're like, friend, Bernadette yes. Peters? <laughs> and I'm like, and this, thi- this, I think it was a gas truck. I'm not even sure. Came rolling by and took my door off. And here's the best part. They're like, do you have the door? I go, no. They took the door down Peachtree with them. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Eventually, I had to tell Charlie. And a door is not cheap. They had to get a door. They had to match the paint. They had to put it back on. I think we like put it on insurance. I don't even really know. I've, Can you I've totally that call? blocked. Can you imagine that call to like USAA? Uh, I, I did it. Well, I don't know. But I, I literally think I have blocked this out until this moment when I was sitting there talking about that thugs. And it, it went Peters. down like it went down in history. Like they would talk about this at the agency forever. I'm going to tell you the story really quick about the emu. Okay. This just may be the episode. So he would he would fax me every day, like, return my nose hair clipper, because he ordered everything from Sharper Image, okay? And then one time, he, he had me order all this meat from Omaha Steaks, right. and I sent it to um, St. Simon's, which is where he told me to send it. And again, back then, there was no notice of shipping or anything, and the meat sat outside and rotted, and he was all mad at me and threatened to fire me. But anyways... Um, so he would send me these crazy requests. Like, I need uh, something that'll shave my back. Like, I mean, just the craziest stuff. And you're like, okay, all right. right, right. So one time when he was gone, they paid, played a trick on me. And they sent me something from the back fax machine to the front one that looked like, because he would type it and then write some stuff, but they had his writing down. And it was like, investigate an emu for the girls. He had two daughters. And I'm like, What? And so I spent half of a day investigating emus, and I actually sent him a thing and said, listen, they're not nice. They spit. They're angry. Right, right, right. They're not good for pets or whatever. <laughs> he said, I'll and he take was, two. <laughs> no, he was like, what are you talking about? 
because they had like punked me right in the back section. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, you sent me this thing about emus. He said, I did not. And so Is then everybody just snickering? Everybody just snickering like uh, in the back of the... Yes, but he got very angry because like, you know, he needed me ordering his back shavers. Right, you know what I mean? Of course, of course. Uh, Bernadette yeah. Peters, um, gosh, a career spanning more than six decades, musical theater, television, and film, solo concerts, uh, critically acclaimed Broadway performer, seven nominations for Tony Awards. Uh, she's uh, known for, on, on the stage, Broadway, uh, uh, by, by, by The Goodbye Girl, Annie Get Your Gun, Gypsy, Follies, Hello, Dolly. Um, then she was on The Muppet Show and The Carol Burnett Show. Allie McBeal. Wow, you. remember Allie McBeal? Good Fight was uh, the big show, really, 2017 to 2018. And uh, she's, like, she's very attractive. It was a mess. I've lived like 100 lives in my life. No, okay, I'm going to tell you one last thing. Can I tell you one last thing? Okay. This is the last one. Yep. We did the, we did a, um, we had opened, like I said, Petrus nightclub and it was in the old women's, um, it was like a women's, what was it? Women's study building, but it was down kind of near where the Margaret Mitchell house is. It was okay. a really historical building and we opened a nightclub there. And so I had gone to the B-52s concert. I know Allison is going to be listening to this and know exactly what I'm talking about. And it was at the Fox and I'd gone with my boyfriend, Mike, and it was on Halloween. And so I dressed up like a baby and I had on a diaper with a huge pin. And I don't even know what I had on top, maybe like a little white t-shirt and I had a baby bottle and I, don't, I think like baby booties or whatever. Right, right, right. Okay. So I go to the concert and again, don't know how, cause I didn't have cell phones. But I think I remembered that I was supposed to go and help with the VIP line at like 11 o'clock at Petrus. But I was like, okay, I've got plenty of time. So we'll all, all my friends were like, we'll where, go where to the- Where a diaper are you supposed to do that? Well, so I thought I was going to have time to go home and change clothes. So I'm like, okay, we'll go to the concert and then we'll all go over and party at Petrus. Well, I didn't have time to change clothes. I showed up, but it was Halloween. But I remember like getting in trouble. They were like, uh, you can't wear a diaper at the VIP section. I'm like, it's Halloween. And they're like, you're in a diaper. <laughs> Right. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to have to go home and it's going to take me a while. And they're like, just, just stay here. And then later I remember dancing yeah. on a speaker with Dominique okay. Wilkins okay. in a diaper. All right. That's he wasn't a in a diaper. That's a lot. That's a lot. I was in the diaper. He yeah. wasn't in the diaper. Right, I was. Let's hear that one more time. You were, you were wearing a diaper, dancing on a speaker with Dominique Wilkins. Yep. All right. Good God almighty. Okay. That's all I got for you people. There you go. We're just going to go out on that. I think I had some other things we wanted to do or plan to do, but we're just going to wrap well, up. Well, I mean, right we've there. got to do our... Com- I feel bad that I've hijacked that. I mean, I have a million of these stories from the days at Michael Parver, but I just they've all come together in one big brain rush, and I'm telling you, it's just it's all coming back to well, me. Listen, it's all coming back, back to, to me now. now. I do episodes on Tuesday and Thursday, so you got two episodes next week you can fill if you'd like. I want to do the Alicia Keys thing real quick. Yes. Uh, what did she perform... At the Super Bowl, she did. Uh, well, she was on with um, Usher. with Usher during the halftime show. Ain't got you, yep. baby. Right. If you yeah. remember, if you can flash back to uh, Sunday's game, halftime would have been around nine. She 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 got off to a uh, uh, well, she started, stumbled, farted, and fell. Is what she did. Just on the opening note. It's, listen, it didn't didn't poison the entire song by any stretch. Beautifully done performance by Alicia Keys. But it took the NFL. Four hours to autocorrect, autotune correct these first three notes that she missed on the official NFL YouTube page. Some people want it all, but I don't. 
Is the actual song. Or the overdub, we should say. Well, nothing at all. If it ain't you, baby. If I ain't got One more time, the uh, you, first three baby. notes from the uh, Super Bowl performance. From uh, Alicia Keys. Some people Not long, Donna, to make that correction. Who do you think made the call to the NFL? Alicia Keys' uh, managers, I guess? I don't Maybe. I don't know. Well, a lot of people had... Um, a lot of people said stuff about like her and Usher like cuddling up together, but I mean, because like she's married and he, you know, he he got married in Vegas, but they're just friends. People just need to lay off, you know. Okay, did they touch a nerve or something? No, but I mean, it was just like, uh-huh. oh no, they did. Yeah, a lot of people said, oh, I thought they were too close for comfort. I wouldn't be happy. If what? He's not married. Well, he actually got married after the Super Bowl, didn't he? No, he got married and she's married okay. to Swizz Beats or whatever. Of course. That they just looked very comfortable together. But I think they're friends. Let it go, you know? Travis Kelsey, who at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory parade, decided to rework, much like you are the Beyonce country song, Don, decided to rework the lyrics to one of the most popular and recognized and beloved country songs of all time. From Garth Brooks, this is Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift's boyfriend, Singing Friends in the Places by Garth Brooks. If you know this song, sing along. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots and ruined the Niners' affair. The last one to know. We were the last one to show. We were the last ones they thought they'd see there. And I saw the surprise. That fear in their eyes. And we took that glass of champagne. Pat, Pat took that glass of champagne, I promise you. Give me a D, give me an R, give me a U-N-K. What's that spell? Drunk. You think, Taylor, you, you made a comment, I think, uh, to me, not on radio or podcast, but you, you think maybe Taylor Swift would be upset about that? I, I think this is interesting. You know, I... After seeing them at the Super Bowl, I definitely, like, I know that they are the real deal. It's not, like, manufactured. I think he's awesome for her because he's a man. He's not a little boy. He's not a little emo princess or, you know. Harry Potter. Like, or Matt Healy, who she dated. You know, he, this is a real man who opens doors, puts his coat around her, you know, all that good stuff. Um, But... There is a famous psychic on TikTok that everybody kind of follows on TikTok, as crazy as it sounds, that is saying that he's not going to be the one, that she's going to end up with someone much thinner. Um, I know. Um, and that this is going to end kind of in the spring. And the only, I have thought that like real deal, real deal, real deal. And then I kind of started thinking, I'm like, he is very out there. You know, he does a podcast with his brother that I think it's Full Send podcast. And he talks a lot about them. And I don't know. He's just, he's very accessible. He's very available to the press and everything. And she is notoriously private. And after the, after the shooting at the parade, the horrible, horrible shooting, he was seen with some other players, going into a bar, which there's nothing wrong with. It was the end of the parade. However. Did they know? They knew. Okay. He had already put out a statement. You know, it had been a very controversial, long, sad 
happy but yet sad day. I mean, there it wasn't just one person. There were a lot of people who, you know, were involved in this. And the one thing that you and I know about Taylor is like, she, you know, the fan who was unfortunately, were they killed or they were injured? Uh, at, killed in Argentina, I think. Yeah. She just went over and above with this family and she does this kind of thing all the time. And I just don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know if he is going to be, I don't want to say PR savvy because I genuinely think Taylor operates from her heart on these types of things. I do think she really, really cares about her fans. I just don't know if he's going to be polished enough to carry this through, if that makes sense. I don't know. Oh, no, I just got a feeling. My antenna's up. I got a feeling. Mm-hmm. going to be all right, let's, uh, let's call it episode 421. Our thanks to uh, Gallery Furniture for their support of the podcast, 1600 Browns for Drove Gainesville. Ask for the Wolfman, ask for Donna. Uh, awesome Alpharetta, come play while, stay while, find your awesome. And Awesome Alpharetta. To uh, Fable Ford, thank you for your partnership and support and friendship. Chris T.D. Chipwood, general manager of Fable Ford, simply different. FableFordGA.com. T-Mobile, if you pay more than 50 bucks a month, you're getting screwed. For home internet service, T-Mobile.com for 50 bucks a month. That's all you pay. Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline, and uh, Brightmore, hospicebrightmorehealthcare.com. Thank you. To uh, downtown Chuck Brown for his support. And uh, Donna, thank you for another great episode. Uh, our thanks go out to uh, Hans Appen and Carl Appen, executive producers of the podcast. And Steve Mitchell at the Ingo Studios in Atlanta is uh, executive producer of The Morning Show. Cadillac and Donna Jack, the Jacks on Atlanta's The Bear 985, weekdays 5.30 a.m. till 10 Eastern. Listen, we'd love to wake up with you five mornings a week and uh, just goosey when we do. And uh, you can search for the Bear 925 wherever you download your app. So it's going to pop. Just pull up. It's going to pop. It's going to be free. And new episodes on Tuesday and Thursday. Cadillac Jack, my second act. Part of the app and podcast network.